Hey, welcome back to the Second Place Second podcast where we are crazy passionate about inspiring and empowering you to pursue putting Jesus, home, and others first. We know that your life can change, you belong, and most of all, your story does matter. If you are new with us, we release a new second podcast every week, and if this is helpful to you, we would love it if you would share the podcast with your friends and invite them to be a part of the Second Place community Give it a review, preferably one that's good. That'll definitely create more visibility for us. If you'd like more information, you can head on over to secondplacechurch.com. That's all spelled out, no numbers. That site will open you up to everything happening at Second Place. My name is AP, and I am joined with Joe and apparently his entire, his daughter's entire basketball team, is it? Yes. I think. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Joe, Joe's it's calling very, in remotely via Skype. This is kind of insane. It is, and it's it's super fun, too. Um, actually waiting here at uh, the game to start in about a half an hour or so, and why not, man? We had we had some time scheduled, so why don't we make it happen is my goal. Yeah, dude, I totally agree. <laughs> I'm in my new home studio. Not that you anybody stud. can see it, but you, yeah, right. It, my house is all redone. I have carpet, which You're... thought I was going to have an aneurysm on Saturday. Did some problem solving stuff. Got it done. Mostly yeah, dude. got them to uh, the the guys that came to install it on Saturday. Apparently, they took zero notes of anything that I said while fighting with the uh, corporate office say, via the phone. It was seven seven three two zero two Luna that came. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Awesome. Um, so um, the installers were, were like, we, you, we we don't know if you have enough room here for us to cut the carpet with the, with the rain. I'm like, they didn't say anything to you, did they? They're like, we have no notes. I'm like, okay, well, then I'm going to clean out my whole entire living room, and you're going to cut it in here. And he looks around, and he's like, that should work. I'm like, oh, thank God. I can live again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. If it, could be, if it was going to be the same thing over again, I probably would have been like, we're going to have to like have an arm wrestling match here. Oh, I, I would have just immediately canceled the order. I, I wouldn't have put up yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. that's what I'm into. Joe, what are you into? Nice. Dude, check this out. <laughs> yeah. This might be the first time in a year. This is what I'm into. So I was like, got up today and I'm like, you know what? It's time to clean out the garage. I cleaned out the garage. I had a buddy of mine, Sam, help me out. So we went at it for probably a couple hours. We got it cleared out. I literally, I got a vehicle in the garage today. Wow. This is, it's historic, man. We gave away a bunch of stuff. We threw out a bunch of stuff. It was awesome. Like, it was amazing. So pretty I need to do that, that in my garage, and it's such a daunting task. And, it is, man. Yeah. Like you, you have to be in the right mindset. If you're out there, you're listening, you're like, you're, if your garage literally is an extra pantry for your kitchen or an extra storage unit that you really aren't really supposed to be using it for. You just got to get up one day and you got to be like, you got to have the eye of the tiger and you got to go, look, 99% of what's in here. I haven't seen or touched for a long time. Therefore I'm either giving it away or I'm going to toss it or I'm going to light it on fire. Dude, I moved into my house in June and I'm already like that in my garage. See, this is this the problem. <laughs> yeah, George Carlin has a whole bit about it. He's like, nice. here's the thing. We have you've heard of that, right? Like we have houses full of stuff and then we have garages full of uh, more stuff and then we buy 
we pay to rent storage units to keep more stuff. And all we want to do is just have more stuff and we don't ever use the stuff. So, yeah. So anyway, so that was like, it was amazing. Now on the sadder side of things, I'm not sad, but you know, it was, it was just part of it was a lot of the stuff I had to go through was stuff from my mom. So, you know, she passed away at the beginning of this year. So, yeah, but I mean, it wasn't anything like super sentimental. It was more stuff, more like things that she had and clothes and, you know, a couple, we had her walker and, you know, stuff like that we had to get rid of, but, you know, we gave it away to a good place and, you know, we feel good about it and it was good closure and, you know, it was good kind of remembering my mom too. Cause you know, she was crazy. There is a, <laughs> a, some other, some other podcast I'll tell you might even have to play the audio from it, but I did it. She, she in, when she was in the nursing home, she, um, there was a cricket in her room that kept like chirping throughout the night. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. And it was driving her crazy. Rightfully and she's so. like super, she's super like chill, right? She doesn't hurt a fly. But I went in to see her and she was like, this cricket wouldn't stop chirping. And so I killed it. <laughs> now she was, she was in a wheelchair and she's like, I killed it. And then I had this whole interview and I have it on video um, of I'm interviewing her and I'm like, mom, you killed Jiminy Cricket. And she's like, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, are you, don't you forget you, it? Do you feel, do you feel bad at all? She's like, no, she, she goes, she goes, I don't feel bad at all. And I go, really? She's like, yep. I go, wow. She goes, yep. It was either him or me. Like, what? <laughs> that is savage. What? And then, and then she's like, he don't bother me no more. <laughs> oh, all right. So anyway, long story short, my mom was hilarious, but uh, yeah, we got the garage cleared, so that's what I'm into, man. Nice. It, it's a it's a good feeling when you can put the car back in there. My my car is uh, quite snug in the garage right now since I just finished yeah. the renovation of the second floor of my house. But uh, yes. my car's in the garage, and so that's kind of all that I really care about at this point. If I'm being honest, that's amazing. Yes, it good. is. Good job. Our garages have cars in them. This is amazing. Yes, thank you. Which so, which car did you put in the garage? Since you have like seventeen in your house, the van. The van. Wow. Yeah, that nice. means it's really cleared out. What you? So you still have the Honda? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Even after even so, after the new engine went in, that's that's good. That. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's super great, man. It's yeah. it's rocking. We got uh, we have two hundred and seventy five thousand miles on it. We're looking to shoot to hit uh three hundred. So Dude, that's you goal. just put a new engine in. That thing's probably gonna hit four hundred. What when you told yeah, me that, like, see, the, well, the the engine died, and I'm like, well, it's a Honda, and you're like, well, it was like like two hundred fifty thousand miles. I'm like, oh, well, you definitely yeah. got your money's worth then. Right, exactly. <laughs> worth every penny. No, I think we're basically paying like pennies for every mile we drive it. It's just crazy. Yeah, but can't beat that. Yeah, man. So. We're chatting. Are we chatting? Uh, are we going straight to the uh, the message from this past weekend, or are we going to talk other stuff? What are we well, there was about? one thing that I was wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before. I, I feel like you have a question. I feel like there's something burning in your heart. Yeah, right yeah. So let's say you have an EMT, and he gets a call, right? and he has to go to, to, to some form of emergency situation, and so he hops in the ambulance, and he's driving there, and he hits someone. Mm-hmm. Does he stop and help the person that he just hit, or continue to the call? Mm. Well, all I can do is say what I would probably do. Okay, I'd probably probably get the person that I hit, put him in the ambulance, and then go to the call. 
and I'd probably like, yeah, do something like that. I don't know. Even though an ambulance can only hold like one patient at a time. We would just have to double up. That's all I can say. I don't even know. Yeah. Like we'd have to double up. Put them side by side on the stretcher. Like the bunk stretchers. We'd have bunk stretchers. There you go. You know? Yeah. You know? And we, of course, I hear business adventure. (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. I hear, I hear entrepreneur. Ching. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's a good question, though. I don't know. I, you know what? Those guys always—they do always drive crazy, man. Yeah. Like seriously, they. I mean, most it's a of van. Them are it can like fall chill. over. Well, yeah, and most of them chill through the intersections. But man, sometimes you're like, whoa, bro, like. You're going to get into an accident on the way to the accident. Don't do that. What's scary is when you know so, a doctor and the doctor tells you when they're not exactly sober while doing their job. That's that's mortifying. Yeah, but, that's mortifying. You know. Yeah. I don't even like to think that that actually happens. So let's not even pretend. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Pretend like it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to live your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like cover your ears and make noises. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah. Well, crazy man. Good, good. That's a stupid question, but it's also you know one that I, <laughs> I, I'm sure you had like really needed to know the answer to. And I'm sorry I don't have a better one, but maybe somebody out there in listener land does. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, if you're out there in listener land, you yeah. tell us. You let Talk us know. Us. And let us know. review us on well, iTunes. Or maybe if you're an EMT. I can actually ask my, my buddy Caleb. There you, you know. go. Oh, Caleb's an EMT? I get, there's probably He's a been on the podcast. That. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. I'll do it. I'll see if I get a response here in the next few minutes. Sweet. That's a good well, idea. Well, we can chat about the old uh, the old message right now. That's a good idea. Yeah, this... I like... Uh, I did the, uh, the live stream yesterday, and... Um, I, when I I always ask you know the the four the four main questions and I was like so what what's the title of this message and you're like for the love of God mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah yeah but like seriously for the love of God not you know not sarcastic or using the Lord's right, name yeah, in vain yeah. for the love of God Himself yes <laughs> right exactly that's exactly what it was about yeah yeah. I do like how you managed to hide somebody underneath the stage for 20 minutes. You Let's talk about that. I mean, just when I thought that you can't top the Apostle Paul, you somehow do that. Yeah. 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 Well, it was kind of interesting because, um, you know, one of the, I think one of the hallmarks of what we try to do at Second Place is we try to help people, um, figure you know il- illustrate points and help them see familiar things in unfamiliar ways um and to hear familiar things in unfamiliar ways so that they they're more memorable and that they communicate you know so mm-hmm. there that passage about the love of god being high and deep and wide and long is probably a passage that many of us have heard before but when you start to really think about what's paul trying to explain and he's there's, there's some evidence that he might have been referencing a Greek text when he did that that would have been referring to you know other you know, either another god or another situation but either way when he was trying to say that he wasn't you know he wasn't trying to define those those dimensions he was just trying to say you know you can't even really comprehend it it goes beyond knowledge yeah. <laughs> but um, 
through the power of the spirit, you know, and through the power of God's people, you know, there's, there's a, a way for you to experience it, which is a way to know it. Um, you don't have to know it in terms of like exact dimensions or like mm-hmm. how insane it is, but to experience it is, is in a way of, no, is a way of knowing it. Um, and so, yeah, so basically if you weren't, if you weren't there, you can, um, check our Instagram page or you can even, um, you know, check the live stream recording, but you can see that what we were trying to do is we were trying to put, um, somebody, Sam Riggenbach on, underneath the stage to kind of, um, illustrate at that point how deep God's love is and that it's, you know, it's, it's under the stage. And then we had a person in the way back of the warehouse. Is it over there? Yes. And is it on the other side? on the left, on the right. And then we had somebody up on the, in the mezzanine, you know, yep. Yep. He's all here. And so then I turned and I, I hit the stage. I'm like, is he down deep down there too? And Sam said, yep, he's here. And then he popped <laughs> out. And what's funny about that is that, um, what's great on the live stream is that you had the angle so that you saw during the break when, um, the crowd greets each other, you can see Sam go back there and I kind of screened them, but, he goes back there, he pops down, goes onto the stage all while everyone's just standing around greeting each other. Huh. And so then he, he sat, he sat, under, he sat, under, sat underneath there for about 20 minutes. So at about 11 minutes in, he goes under and at about 30 minutes in is when he pops out. So he that actually dedication. said, which was funny. Yeah. What was funny about that is he was laying down there the whole time. He, um, Afterwards, he had gone to Saturday night service because um, he was in town from Lafayette, Indiana, and he came on Saturday night and then he came back Sunday. And so um, he said that hearing the message the second time, um, but only hearing it because he was in pitch black underneath the stage, he actually got a lot a lot out of the first half of my message more than what he got out of different things than he got out of yesterday, the day before on Saturday. He's like, because I didn't have the distractions of the of everyone around me and you and all that, I was just hearing what you were saying. He said he got, you know, other things out of it compared to the first time around, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, definitely. It's awesome. Actually, Sam's right here. Sam, say hi. This is the second podcast. Oh. This is the guy that was underneath the stage. Oh, hey, what's okay. up, y'all? What's going on, man? <laughs> uh, not much, not much. How are you guys doing? Oh, you know, we're good. Just recording a podcast and stuff. I, uh, yeah. I, did, I didn't... It, where, where's the basketball game at that you're there right now? Um, I honestly don't know. Uh, I just got in a car and showed up here. So oh, I have nice. no idea where I'm at right now, to be honest. All right. Somewhere then. by Tinley Park. That's all I know. Somewhere by Tinley Park. That's by me. What, what, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> all righty then. How about that? So, yeah, I was the dude under the stage, so. It was it was dark and it was cold, but it wasn't that cold. But uh, yeah, it was interesting. Nice, that's pretty amazing. I don't even know. Are you a college yeah. student? I've never actually met you in person. Uh, I just graduated this May. Just graduated. Nice, yeah. awesome. What's your degree in again? Uh, marketing. Marketing. marketing management. Awesome. I think I've talked to you a couple of times at church. There's just I've just met yeah. so many people that I can't remember. My apologies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, have you uh have you found a uh, a job yet outside of a uh, outside of college? Uh, not yet. I uh, I worked at a job I had in high school for a while, and then uh, it's seasonal, so I got laid off for the season. But yeah, just looking for jobs, looking all around, and um, keeping my mind open and trusting God for it. Sweet man. Well, I uh, I definitely hope you find something soon, and uh, I 
I don't know what marketing degrees are used for, but I hope that it's in that field and that yeah. it goes well. <laughs> ah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm back. Sweet. Sam's out. Awesome. Where, where are you guys at? We're at um, actually Family Harvest Church is where they're playing this game. Oh. In about, in a little bit. Yeah. So oh, I'm, just, well, like, I'm like really close to you. Yeah. You, you are, you're like five minutes from my house, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. Huh. So, so if anybody's looking for a marketing job, let's go. Cause, uh, yeah. well, no, if anybody's, if anybody has a marketing job, yeah. Let's go if because... anyone needs somebody for marketing, yeah. He's your man. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an answer to your uh, EMT question from Caleb. Awesome. So what you're supposed to do is if you hit somebody, you call dispatch. Technically, you can be charged with reckless abandonment of your patient patient if you ditch a call. Huh. But so, not charged with manslaughter if you hit him with the with the ambulance. I don't know. Reckless abandonment. Yeah, I don't know. Like you could really, I guess what I'm reading from that is you could get into a lot of trouble on a couple of different fronts if you do that joe here's the here's the thing that's a little scary about it the fact that we got an answer means that it's happened several times before (laughs) yes (laughs) and not that like more than once this has happened yeah like oh yeah we have we have we have a precedent for this no problem we can tell you exactly what what to do exactly so funny yeah cool man so we're so anyway he was on the stage we're talking about god's love being incredible and that it really is i love how paul says you know that you would have power together with all of the whole god's holy people to grasp how deep how wide how how long god's love is and um the love of christ is and i think that that's just uh kind of like it was really the second piece of what we were trying to say the first step is that that we would have power to through the spirit for to really have strength in our inner being that Christ would take up residence inside of us. And then secondly, we would have the strength and the power to grasp the love of God. And then third, the the glory of God would be in the church because of that, those things. And so, um, yeah. So I think that was kind of the gist. I mean, what, what was your takeaway? What was your thinking on all this stuff? Cause I, I, you know, people always say to me, Hey, you know, how did you think it went today? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like I pray and I, I, I spend a lot of time thinking about, you know, what is it that God wants us to wrestle with in this passage? And then, you know, I throw it out there and I really trust the Holy Spirit to do its work. But, you know, I just don't, it's hard for me to know exactly how it hits and whether or not people are, you know, a lot of it's on people too, right? Are they, are they open and, and willing to adjust and listen to the Holy Spirit? Or are they just there to, you know, get to the music, you know? So anyway, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts were, it seemed kind of like a, more of like a reinforcement message mm-hmm. because of the fact yeah. that uh, it, it definitely ties into all the other messages that you've given. And I, I, I think I, I just really liked the part where uh, you were saying um, no matter how high you get your loved by God, you know, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter how far you ascend into a company. It, right. it doesn't matter how rich and powerful you are. God still loves you and you need that love from god whether you like it or not and you know the reciprocal is the same obviously the um no matter how low you get god will always love you god made it pretty clear the the poor the widows the orphans are always going to be with you so just just go ahead and start loving them 
you know, at, right. at the same time, um, it when you look at like Hollywood and all those industries in the music industry, um, drug abuse and alcohol abuse, it just runs rampant. Um, it's it's really interesting. I mean, like you look at the original rock stars like Johnny Cash and Elvis. You know, he, these guys were on. These guys got famous because of the fact that they were they're Christian artists and they're making Christian music. Um, you know, they, they they were gospel singers and then they get they get famous from rock and roll and like people just can't seem to handle the fame. Um, like I was listening to a podcast from uh, what's his name Owen Benjamin and he was saying how um, like the 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 famous lifestyle is slightly miserable. Like he, he was on a show that, um, uh, what's, what's the guy that lives in Chicago? Uh, he, he was one of the guys in wedding crashers. Oh no, not only Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah. Vince Vaughn was the producer of the show. And so he'd like go hang out with him and they'd have to call ahead to like a McDonald's. Oh, wow. Just so that they could like get in there and not, and not be seen. And yeah, you know, they they were saying like, or he was saying like, he doesn't wonder why people seemingly go insane once once they're in Hollywood. You you can't even live your live your life. You want to just go grab a hamburger and mm-hmm. you got to clear the way. Yeah, you know, I, I think what's interesting about that is there is a tie-in. Like the the more success that you get, it's kind of like I don't know if it would be technically or scientifically a dopamine hit, but mm-hmm. you know there is a high that you get by you know getting the raise, getting working a deal, um, you know, scoring the big cash, you know, and, and then, you know, making it success, succeeding. And then success then has a a way of kind of like raising the bar as to what it takes to get you to be excited about anything in life, which then, you know, if you attribute your value and your worth, according to what you, what your paycheck looks like, or what your business card, the title on your business card says, then, you're constantly looking for that for your affirmation and you're looking for quote unquote love from those things. And, and that the only way you can obtain that love is by what you accomplish for yourself, your family, your, your ego, your, your career. And then when eventually when that runs out, then what do you have to look to? What do you have to, uh, you know, where, where does that love come from? If you've lost the ability to generate anything else. And I think that that's the, that's the challenge for us as people is that eventually that runs out, you know, eventually there's, there's nothing left. Um, yeah. and you know, God's love is there. God's love doesn't change. It's unconditional. It doesn't matter. It's not based on what you do. It's not based on how high you get in a company or in life. It just is. And it's because of and it drives everything, right? I mean, the love is his love for us drives his grace. The his love for us drives the hope that he gives us. The love that he has for us drives the peace. And why we can have that is because he loves us. It's like that's why it says the greatest of all of these is love, is because it trumps everything and it and it drives everything. So anyway, I mean, just some ramblings on that particular note, which I thought was a good insight by you. Yeah, the. You're you're exactly right with how people find value 
in their job title. I know that that's something that I struggle with because I sometimes uh-huh. wonder if people because think I'm... Because you're human and you're a guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that's one of the big things of... I, I get a little annoyed with the current climate of, like, the whole misogynistic men and patriarchal right. blah, blah, blah. God made men to want to drive it home and be the right guy. Who, right. God made us to be the guy who pees the farthest. Like <laughs> sometimes I, yeah. I think we need to say, well, you peed the farthest, but I got in the toilet. But like, right. you know, that God made us for the, for that type of contest. If you know we're, what I mean, just, you yeah, know, we're just competitive. We're just yeah. Competitive is yeah. What we are. Yeah. Men, men are naturally competitive, competitive, but I, I mean, it, you're still exactly right. It reminds me of this uh, study that I was reading about one time. I can't remember who it was from, but they were talking about how uh, men, there seems to be a a just an optimal point, we'll say, in terms of income and you know where you are, where you're at in the hierarchy in a company and that seems to be just above middle management making roughly 85 to 90 grand a year that seems to be the sweet spot because you can work probably 40 to 50 hours a week which is good you can make a good living usually you can provide for your family yourself if you're beyond that you're high strung because you have to make so many decisions in one day if you're below that typically you're struggling a little bit and you're frustrated right Right. No, I mean, I think that's really interesting stuff. And I, this is why I love the second podcast, because this is stuff that we can never like, you know, bat around and talk about, you know, yeah. and being able to say, OK, well, what what does it mean for somebody to, to get to the higher levels of, of their career and own businesses or, you know, get those promotions and stuff? And then what does that do to someone's faith and the fact that, you know, when one of the commentaries that I was reading as I was studying up for this message was the fact that, you know, the ability um, for God to provide the power for us to be strong on the inside, which was kind of my first point, and then his ability to provide the provide us the means by which we can understand or experience his love, like he's not an issue. Like, God's not the issue. If I'm not strong on the inside, it's not because God can't do it. And if and if I don't really understand God's love, it's not because God has a problem communicating that to me, right? The, the issue is on our side. Yeah. You know, the issue is in however, whatever way it is that we have chosen to live our life and... Um, you know, our focus, you know, and I think that to me, you really spoke a lot to say, like, as we, as we connect with people during the week and, you know, um, we're on the journey to healing with people and to healing with, you know, anybody that wants to do that kind of work and to, to really dig in. Um, what we find is that people say, well, I feel like, you know, my faith is kind of struggling and, and that, but what's interesting is there it's not a salvation question, right? You know, we we're not it's not whether or not we're saved. 
many times is not a question. Maybe sometimes, like when we're really in a bad spot, but a lot of times it's it's a faith issue. Like yeah. our faith is what we have to ask ourselves. How is our faith? What's the quality of our faith? And if our faith is weak, then we're going to feel distant. And it's not because God went anywhere, right? It's because, you know, our thoughts, our, our desires, our attitudes, our behaviors have moved away. Um, so anyway, I just think that that was just a really interesting thing. And I think that that's what we've been questioning each week, probably since the beginning of second place, which is, you know, yes, we need to put Jesus first. We need to step over the line and surrender our life. But we also need to ask ourselves, what does our faith look like the other six days of the week? Yeah. And well, see, that's, and that's really when the work point. starts. <clears throat> that's a really good point. And one of the things that I've been thinking about lately, because of the other streamed podcast that I listen to, is um, people talk about the God of the Old Testament versus the God of the New Testament. And uh-huh. the thing that I would like to shout in people's faces is um, God's, God's always the same. He's he's never changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means that the God of the Old Testament is the God of the New Testament. And the God of the Old Testament that created the law and led the Israelites into the um, into the desert that sent his judges, his prophets, um, all of that is the same God that sent... The human version of himself, the three-in-one, which I'm not going to waste my time trying to explain it because I have no idea how that works, but sent his son, died on the cross, and then had all of the redemption in the New Testament happen and is still happening today. It's the same God. He just realized this isn't working, so we need to change. I, I need to change my approach with all, all of you and fulfill the um, prophecies that I proclaimed through my prophets. Now, the the same should be true in our lives. We should be, hopefully, <clears throat> the same yesterday, today, and forever in some aspects. But if if the way that we need to reach people isn't working, then that's what needs that that's what needs to change. And the and the consistent thing in that we need in our lives is the fact that we are always trying to draw closer to God. Yeah. We are still yeah. human, so we are still changing, but that one God aspect is the thing that doesn't change. God's in our life. We need to try and be drawing closer to him. Right, right. Yeah. No, totally. And I, I, I like what you're saying. I think a lot of the Old Testament is um, the story of what it looks like when we want to do things our way. Because a lot yeah. of the judges, the kings, the law, all of these stuff, all these things were responses by God to what the people wanted. You want to do it that way? Okay, let's try it. Didn't work? Right. Okay, so how about you love me instead? People are like, yeah, we'll love you. And then there's a bad team that shows up. And then all of a sudden we don't love God anymore. And we have all these other gods we decide to make statues of. And I think the Old Testament is like in a, is, is a massively long case study of what it's like for us to try to live our own way and to make God into what we want, it, want him to do and be. Then the New Testament is when God steps in and says, all right, this is how I'm doing it. I promised it in Genesis 3, and I told you that I was going to crush Satan's head. So here we go. I'm going to go throw down, this is the king of kings, and this is my son who I'm well pleased, and I'm ready to go. And he intervenes, and people didn't like it. Yeah. And I think it's the same way today. I mean, it's a, it's a picture of, of today, too, where, 
you know, when we want God to do what we want him to do, and then he intervenes and says, how about this way? This is going to be better. We're like, nah, I didn't really want it that way. That yeah. was not really what I was thinking. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a part of our journey to healing to say, okay, God, you are the one who knows best, and I need to trust more, and I need to develop my faith more. And it's not a, it's not a one-day-a-week thing. That's what we always say. It's a seven-days-a-week thing. Yeah. And it's an adventure, man. It's exciting. It's an adventure. So yeah. it's not always easy by any means. You, no, you know full it's well. it's not. Yeah, the so. uh, you know the one of the things that John Baker said for those of you that remember John Baker, which is probably everybody listening to this podcast. Uh, one of the things Johnny that he said, good. what? Johnny, be good. Yes, exactly. Which is um, he's the he's ultimately he's the impetus or the yeah for having started this whole that's true um, this whole podcast. So yeah. let's just give him that prop. So so shout out to the Baker. Uh, I remember yeah. he was giving a message one time though. And said, uh, the opposite of faith is in doubt. It's uh, it's control. Yeah. And totally. I, I think that that you know that definitely ties into uh, what you what you were talking about. Of uh, I know you started off your your message with asking the same question that that you ended with last week. Does the Father have yeah. access to us? Right. Are we tr- Are are we trusting him? Are we relieving that control to him? Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty simple way to start that process. You yeah. just actually open up your day in the morning and be like, God, I'm sure I'm going to trust you today. Yeah. Let the words come out of your mouth, and it actually does something in your spirit because you start to put your mouth and your words where your heart should be, and some good things can start to happen. So. Yeah, definitely. Well, man, this is this is awesome, but the game is getting ready to go, and I'm actually on to do the scoreboard, which oh, is you should definitely hilarious. go do that. Nice, but um, I already know what I want to go out on though. What's that? Uh, if I remember correctly, one of our uh, two PCers is actually uh, leaving for um, for boot camp, right? Yeah, the Marines, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Youthy, man. Yeah, okay, it's pronounced Youthy. Yes. Okay, I've never known how to pronounce it right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I yeah. uh I don't know just like a. Just like a good luck or stay safe, Corey, type of a yeah. thing. Cause uh, shout yeah. out to him. You know he, for the you know for the live stream. I I'd never met him before, and he saw what I was working on it, and he just came up to me. He's like, "Hey, can I do that?" I'm like, "Yeah." That's what I'm. That's what and, I'm saying, and then, dude. and then he faithfully did it. I trained him, and he was. He was holding awesome. out with it in, until uh, until he uh, left. Yeah, never met him and, before. Just came right up to me. And that's yeah, that's kind of the deal, man. I mean, we're ascending church. We, we there's no way to get away from that. And Corey has been a huge part of second place for the last three years. And yeah. you know, seeing him go is is a rough is a rough thing. But we know that we're ascending church, and we know that you know God goes with him, and that we have a a fingerprint that that was left on his heart. And that he uh, he's going to do good things in the Marines, and we prayed that he would connect up with other believers there, and we yeah. uh, we trust that there's going to be great stories coming out of that, and that people would would come to know the Lord because of his his uh, testimony. So, so yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. Yeah, definitely, uh, man. It's good. Yeah. Well, the game that is is supposed to be before this one just en- actually was supposed to end, 
but they just hit a last second three to tie it. Wow. So now it looks like they're going into overtime. But that's kind of amazing. That, that doesn't mean anything for us except that uh yeah, we're uh we're gonna be here a little while longer. Word. So but awesome man. So I guess uh big shout out to Corey. Who knows, man? Maybe we could get a little uh a little bonus episode done with him before he goes. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's a possibility. We should talk. I know you've got a busy week. When does he but, leave? Um, but I would love to uh, maybe see if we can make that happen. Yeah. When does he leave? He doesn't leave until Sunday. Uh, okay. I could probably, uh, if you let him know, I probably have some time Friday or Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I will. I'll definitely uh, connect up with him and we'll, we'll see if we can get that done for the listeners out there. Cause Sweet. They would, meeting that guy would be awesome. So. Yeah, definitely. Got a great story to tell. All right, yeah. so on the count of three, if you're out there hitting a three at the buzzer, What's like up? this kid just did, before you th- hit the three, make sure you put your hand in the middle. And on the count of three, we're going to say, stay safe, Corey. Is that what we're saying? Yes, that sounds good to me, man. Even in boot camp, awesome. it can be dangerous. Uh, my yeah, soon-to-be brother-in-law right actually now. just relisted, and he's going through all the basic training stuff again. So, yeah. yeah. So if you're actually in boot camp right now, and you're climbing the wall, the 12-foot wall. Yeah. Before you get over that, put your hand in the middle. If you're climbing the rope, there's I guess that yes. there's a thing that where you can do. You can like do it kind of wrap the arm. rope around your legs, so yep. you can like hang on with your legs and then put your hand in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. I'm pretty sure. Here's the thing. I, I'm pretty sure that no one listens to this podcast to this point because as soon as they hear us start talking about what we're gonna go in on and we start doing this, they're like they're done. But what if in a future episode we actually gave a super amazing nugget that came right afterwards so people that listen all the way through get rewarded somehow? It's like I a think that would be a post credit scene it's like, in Marvel. Yeah. It's like the Easter egg. Yes. Exactly. Dude. Dude. I love I it. am pumped about that idea. Yes. I'm thinking I think I have a couple of ideas about what we could do. I like it. So yeah, because I in the in the past what I've done is I've for during Christmas I've hidden Starbucks gift cards under the trees in the warehouse, <laughs> and then we will put a note in the news and events that says, "Hey, if you're reading this, which no one ever reads the news and events, pretty much, but if you're reading this, I totally do. Go check the, underneath the tree. There's a Starbucks gift card underneath the big red wrapped box, and once that word got out, so we could do something like that, you know." Like there this weekend or something. Yeah. We'll see. I like All it. All right. So count of three. Stay safe, Corey. You ready for this? Yes. All right. Here we go. One, One two, two, three. Stay safe, Corey.